This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. I love cats. I love every kind of cat. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't get hug every cat. Get hug every cat. So anyway, I am a cat lover and I love to run. I'm sorry I'm thinking about cats again. I really love cats. I'm thinking about cats again and again and again and again. Uh, If your cat is a total moron, don't blame them. Blame yourself. A new study found humans are making cats dumber. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And we have been for the past 10,000 years. Is it how we talk to them? Do we dumb it down? (laughs) Who knows? Who's a good boy? Researchers measured the brain sizes of domesticated cats and wild cats that still exist in Europe and Africa. Oh. And even though their body sizes are similar, the wild cats have bigger brains. Oh. So basically, they think domesticated cats haven't had to use their brains too much to, like, haunt or defend themselves. So over the past 10,000 years, we've gradually been dumbing them down by keeping them as pets. Just just literally the size. Literally. Just measuring the pet. The brain. <laughs> yep. It seems uh, weird. Seems unreliable. Give me a tape measure. (laughs) This cat's an idiot. (laughs) Look at Danger's brain. It's smaller than the average anybody's brain. (laughs) Yeah, well, when I was reading it, I was like, well, where's the information about us dumbing ourselves down? For real, man. I mean, come on. Nobody does anything. It's all uh, automated. Pretty soon we ain't going to be driving. You got to think about that. I know. Which, like, ideally, you're supposed to use the free space in your brain then to develop more and grow whatever spiritually, mentally, whatever you got to do. But no, it's just a shut off switch. What now. about the fantasy part of your brain? Because we were talking about Dolly Parton a minute ago, and my brain was going nuts. Uh, what was going on in your brain? I was motorboating those things in my brain. All right. Um, No, that was not happening in my head. I was sweating. It was like a workout at the gym. (laughs) You might want to talk to your doctor. Uh, The fantasy part, I don't know. Sometimes things just pop in there, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know about popping things. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, what? What are you doing here? So uh, does the the average cat, uh, how do we, flashcards, what do can we help? Or no, it it's too, too late? late. It's too late. It's too late. We're surrounded uh, by dumb cats. No, not right now. What's wrong with you? Why you got the weird look all over your face? Claire's mom just made me grab her hooters. Well, snap out of it. Oh, sorry. I forgot about that line. God dang it. What did you get it? Uh, they look pretty good. Are they real? Are they built for speed or for comfort? What'd you do with them? Motorboat? You play the motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat and son of a bitch. You so funny um so i don't mind that my cat is uh why should that uh, be an issue 
I don't know. Oh, okay. It's just kind of interesting, you know, that, and I suppose it makes sense if they're not having to use yeah. their brain right. to live. Falls off. They just sleep and eat treats now. <laughs> so they don't even need the brain space. I'll have to watch since we got Nash, our new kitten. I have to watch uh, the slow, degrading brain in progress because he's all over. He's all over the place right now. Yep. He's uh, insane. Male kittens are... Very entertaining. Totally crazy. Very entertaining. We have Beans is the male kitten at the farm. Yep. And he is a freaking hoot. Like, you'll be standing there, and all of a sudden there is a cat on your boobs. He just runs and jumps up on you. Mm-hmm. Scared the crap out of me a few times. And his new thing is running through the snow, and he, like, kicks his back legs. So there's, like... <laughs> it looks like a snowboarder going down. Oh, my God. But, yeah... Male kittens are a lot of fun. Yeah. Having, uh, yeah, we're having a good time with it. I mean, yeah. he's scratching the hell out of everything, but we're having a. Aspen's adjusted? Uh, yeah, they're doing pretty good. I mean, Nash plays it a little too hard. Mm-hmm. So we got to separate them a little bit. But that's any relationship, right? I mean, uh, so yeah, he's, he's, he, anything he could destroy, I think he's getting bored with. And moving on because right. he's running out of things to scratch. Right. So we got him a couple of scratching posts. He's having a good time. That's with a that. very good idea. Yeah. He spends hours on it. Like good. Um, a citrus spray helps too. Mm-hmm. They don't like citrus. Mm-hmm. So, I got flowers and so I had them on the table, and um, I'm dumb. I forgot the cat likes to eat flowers, so I came home and. They were all over the table, cats puking everywhere. Yeah. It's like magical. Yeah. That's magical. Yeah, it's like there's no, there's no uh, place he can't jump to. Right. And so food has to be put away. I mean, he's incredibly athletic. I actually envy, uh, envy his athletic well, yeah. prowess. But, I mean, the, the cat can probably vertical eight feet. It's unbelievable. Yeah, dude. Now he's eyeing it. He gets on the kitchen counter, and he's eyeing our fancy lights oh yeah over the like, uh, i can make it kitchen island damn totally right you know it. he's thinking of stuff <laughs> oh yeah dude. It's like i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on that <laughs> light fixture and just sway it back and forth <laughs> get to the top of the fridge don't really have a plan for after i get on the light fixture <laughs> but there is a shelf in the basement uh and, and when he doesn't come running up when i open the door I know he's got himself in a place he can't. It's the only place he won't come down off of like a four-tier shelf in the basement. Okay. I don't know how the hell he gets up there. Right. But whatever it is, he can't get down. So I got to go down and do a rescue operation. Damn, dude. Otherwise, Call the fire department. So when I, he needs a timeout, I'll throw him on top of the shelf. <laughs> let, him, uh, let him think about it. You've been shelved. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. A bald eagle in Pennsylvania crashed through their front window of someone's house. Shit. Check your shorts, bro. Was then able to fly away before being captured. I got Kathy on the line here. She's the director of the Wildlife Rehab Center out there. Um, she's like, here's what happens. More than likely, he was seeing a reflection of the sky or simply light and felt that he could continue through it. We're losing like a billion birds a year 
to window collisions. It's not a small problem. The bird is, you know, obviously not feeling great tonight. Um, so we'd like to prevent those collisions when we can. America busted through. So uh, it, it's alive. It's alive. Those things are so freaking huge. Oh, Lord. The wingspan's bigger than a man. Their claws are like the size of your fist. I had uh, my last house in Mezo was 80% glass. That's right. You could watch me shower. Um, I had birds flying into my glass all the time. And they just sit there. They're stunned. The majority of them lived. They just press around like, oh, what? I meant to do that. It's cool, dude. Right. They look around like when you fall. You're like, <laughs> like, Does anybody see that? Dude, it's, it's cool, man. I'm fine. Chill I'm out. fine. Uh, but it took them a good 10, 15 minutes to clear the clear the fog before yeah. they waddled off. But most of them lived. Uh, they go in pretty fast. So it, I can't imagine an eagle. It didn't break the window? It did. Oh, it did. <laughs> You're just sitting there watching friggin' oh, my Lord. Hoda. In the Today Show, <laughs> all of a sudden, the the bald eagles. He was trying to avenge his his brother's death, who had died decapitating himself, going through a plate glass window. Right, right. Shall have my revenge. Huge backstory. Yeah, you're sitting there watching Hoda. All of a sudden, you got a pet bird. <laughs> right. You know, I was thinking about getting a parrot. <laughs> But uh, that's for pussies. I uh, got myself an eagle. Come on over, take a look. That would be scary because, I mean, clearly they can F you up, you know, and it's in your house, scared and injured. Right. So, uh, oh, my God. I would just, like, lock myself in the bathroom or something. That's terrifying. Lord, oh, Lord. It's like when a deer goes through glass or it gets goes through a, it's usually a school for some reason. I don't know why. Deer running down the hall. They are thirsty for education. Oh, that's why, dude. Um, yeah, pretty crazy, man. Pretty. There was a wasn't there a house where the cows were living? Did you tell me that? There was a house somewhere in the middle of nowhere where a bunch of cows were living. Did That's you show right. me that? Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah, I I was in Montana. <laughs> they built a new house, and then you know it was not sold. It was sitting there, new house, and months. It was sitting there for months, yep. waiting to be bought. And it turns out uh, uh, a herd, a small herd of cattle was living in it. They got in, yeah. They got in. Horse or, or a cow manure. Everywhere. 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 They were so happy, though. <laughs> they were like, check this out, dude. Somebody made this house for us. Three bedroom, two bath, exactly what <laughs> we were looking for. Uh, yeah, don't you have to just kind of rip it down and start over again? Oh, I don't know. Uh, did because wouldn't that manure, like, seep through into the woods and make them rot? Man, I love cows, though. They're so cute. Well, uh, a <laughs> handful of cows found their way into a newly built home, lived in it for a month. <laughs> it's going to be a foot of cow dung. Yep. yep. How does... Oh, my God. It's up the walls. It's, like, crawling up the walls. Yeah. I mean... You got to just... I would have a cow if I walked into my house and found that. Yeah, I'd be like, move. Unfreaking believable Squatter's right. <laughs> yeah. I'll represent the bovine. Cows ain't dope. That is a Montana goddamn thing that happened. Oh, hells yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, you 
you uh, bulldoze it. Start over. Total gut job. How do you sell that to the insurance company? It's the act of God, dude. They ain't going to pay for that. (laughs) You got that right. Ooh, nuke it from orbit. Oh, it's unbelievable. What if they broke the door down? What if the door was ajar? Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out, too. It had to. I mean, there's no way it was locked. It's not like a cow was going to karate kick the door down. Right, right. Although my brain would love to see that. Uh, so the door had to be at least ajar, and then one of them just nudged it open. I wonder if Montana has a caveat in insurance for roaming livestock and bears. Seems like a Montana thing, <laughs> for sure. Man. And then, I, I don't know, that that whole thing with how they do cattle out there is weird to me. Just And I think just because you know, I grew up on a dairy farm, so we knew all of the cows. And we interacted with them every day, yep. twice a day. But those cows out there, it's like they're born and they just graze until they're rounded up and killed. So that it's like they're almost feral. Is that mud or poo? That's got to be poo. How would they get mud in there? Well, I assume they go out and eat. I don't know. Right, but... Just cow. Fixer upper. Uh, be, a, be an instant cattleman. Fixer upper. Uh, sold as is. <laughs> sold as is. <laughs> Crack a window. You know, besides the smell, look at the square footage. You got uh, you got an office space over here? There's nothing a little bit of Febreze can't fix. All right. Uh, all right. Few things can unite people these days. Pizza's one of them. A new poll of 2,000 Americans found 94% of us have had pizza at least once in the past month. Oh, sure. Shocked it's not 100%. Right. Um, Eating it tip first is the most popular. 18% say crust first is better. 17% fold their za in half. 14% think sandwiching two slices together is best. And there's 8% of psychos out there that prefer using a knife and a fork. Uh, So let me get this this straight. You You would start gnawing around the crust first? Yeah. That's uh, un-American. That's a deal breaker, dude. And then what do you have left when you get to the last piece of? Uh, then you're. It's right, like you're it's, just holding a saucy, cheesy right thing. Right. I the would, crust is important for stability and keeping everything together. I say save the best for last. I love cheese-filled crust, cheesy crust. Mm. Oh, you do the stuffed crust? Oh, every time. Why? Nothing. Uh, you don't? No. Really? We're, uh... See, that's it, good dipping at the end of the... See, we get like 20 marineras. Avery's on a real Domino's kick these days. Mm-hmm. And that crust, that's the only pizza crust he's ever eaten in his life, and he loves it. It's very tasty. I ain't gonna argue with him. He's almost bigger than you I am. ain't gonna argue. He's almost bigger than I am. I ain't gonna I argue know. with him. Well, and he has a full dissertation typed out on why it's the best crust, so it's, don't even bother arguing. <laughs> Millennials. <laughs> not a millennial. Whatever. <laughs> he should have been. Whatever that means. Oh my god. Uh Pizza Hut. And what was the other one? What was the other the way you eat it? What's the Fork other Fork and a knife. Psychos. And then some people sandwich two slices together. That's no no. That's a Kel zone. 
Yeah. Now I like to. I, well, um, two slices together on top of each other. For some reason, that's uh, that's not an appealing look for me. No, I want to see the pizza. I want to visualize what's going into my mouth. I'm offended. Yeah, that's not my favorite way to eat pizza. No, I'm never that hungry. I want to I want to see it and enjoy it. I want to talk. I want to have a conversation over the pizza. Well, and it's like a texture thing. It's like an eating contest when you're putting two of them together. Right. It's like you're in an eating contest. Because I like the pizza because the top, the roof of your mouth, the texture yeah. of the cheese mm-hmm. and the sauce, right? So now, instead, the roof of your mouth is just getting well, that, more bread. Well, that, you look like a freaking pig. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? Jesus Christ. Get out of here. Uh, pizza Hut is selling its spiciest pizza ever. Did you see this? I did see that. Uh, beginning Thursday, uh, yesterday, I assume, uh, Pizza Hut rolling out its spicy lover's pizza. The pie features spicy marinara, two types of pepperoni, and red jalapeno peppers, and sprinkled topping custom made with herbs and crushed chili peppers. Three versions available. Double pepperoni, chicken pineapple, and a veggie version topped with green bell peppers, onions, and mushrooms. 13 bucks for a large. Well, that ain't no Valentine's Day that you want. People are increasingly craving spicy food. A third-party report from a Technomic. Research firm specializing in food service found that 80% of fast food customers say they enjoy moderately spicy food. Oh, sure. And spicy flavors attract younger, more diverse customers. And uh, now... If you eat that on Valentine's Day, you ain't getting booty. If you're over 30, you're in trouble. Well, I'm really going to smell your booty. Uh, other chains recently adding spicy food at Arby's with the spiciest sandwich on the market. Five sources of spice. The meat. Shake Shack rolled out a buffalo chicken sandwich, buffalo spice fries. And uh, numerous spicy fried chicken sandwiches available at Wendy's, Popeye's, McDonald's, mm-hmm. Burger King. Pizza's is a competitive space. Customers often shifting their preference depending on deals and new menu items. Uh, not A deal on a pizza is not the driving force for me to eat a pizza. Uh, price be damned. I'll go on a good recommendation, but mostly I'll, I eat a lot of the same stuff. Right. Yeah, like sometimes if there's a deal where it's like two small pizzas for yada, 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 I'll do that instead of a large or, you know, whatever. I don't know. But it's not, I'm not receiving a coupon and being like, oh, now I need to order pizza. <laughs> right, right. No, coupons don't come into my equation generally when it comes to pizza. Right. Um, That's gourmet. That's gourmet time at my house. Now, if you are ordering from the hut as often as you claim to be, yeah. it would behoove you to have a Pizza Hut account. We do. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, you get free stuff. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a proud of you, dude. smart person in my family that Thank God. I'm happy to be married to that knows things like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's slowly poisoning you, though. <laughs> well, if it's, if it's in the pizza, I... I must have some superpower. Is it, or is it, a, is it a, or does it make you poop? I haven't figured it out yet. I need to put a camera. I, I think I'm there. pooping the poison right out of me. I'm a pretty regular guy. But uh, that sounds good. I'm going to, well, our next pizza is going to be a, a spice of pepperoni. Oh, wow. All right. Well, What's the worst pizza you've ever had? Worst pizza? Mm-hmm. Oof, that's tough. What about you? Let me think about it. Worst pizza. Probably just a plain, dried out, thin crust cheese. Frozen. Uh, I had, uh, my friend Mary works at the dive-in. Or, or I'll go back to my high school pizza. 
specifically junior high in Lexington, Ohio. You did not like the school cafeteria pizza? It was cardboard. What? It was cardboard. Ours was magical. But you ate it because there was little uh, things that they told us was pepperoni chunks. Yeah, yeah. Ours school pizza was incredible. Well, sure, because they took lead out in the 70s or the 80s. It's the same time tits started appearing. <laughs> Right? You know, these kids got their eyeballs are growing funny. We ought to see them take the lead out. Do it quietly, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, the worst piece. Okay, so my friend Mary works at the dive in. I love you, Mary. And uh, she's, well, I'm just going to be honest because she's honest. Uh, she's not known for the greatest of service. We like her for her personality. And so I had ordered a, a za there for all of us to share and. Uh, she burnt it not once but twice and I still the second time I was like I'll just eat the pizza dude and it was god awful and that is my worst pizza experience but Mary being there made it better my theory is the bigger the pizza the worse it is the worse it is really yeah there is a huge pizza you can get at Rossi's on Mm -hmm. Monona Drive Mm -hmm. uh, that will put that theory to shame Uh, my best memory of pizza would be having grown up and our parents taking us to Shakey's. I've never been to Shakey's. Well, I don't even know if they're around anymore. Oh. They were like a, I remember they had games and big movies on the wall. Oh, like the Rocky Rococo party pizzeria? Sure. And that was like, uh, that was a night out on the town in Mansfield, oh, yeah, freaking Mansfield, Ohio. Yeah. It's like, y'all get dressed up, put your corduroys on. We're going to Shakey's. <laughs> Yeah, when we did... We scream, run for the car. Yeah. Get in the back of the Pinto. Oh, yeah. That's a nice There's like a 50-50 chance the car was going to explode before we got to Shakey's. Ah, <laughs> oh, the 70s. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, my childhood memories of pizza are not good. Uh, I'd be like... So, if it was your birthday, you could pick where we went out to eat, right? So, a lot of my siblings would pick Pizza Hut. And so, we'd go there and... It's just memories of my parent, my mom being rude to the server and me being mortified. <laughs> now I know where she gets it. Now I know where she gets it. I was like, oh, sad pizza memories. But whatever. Well, you know, you know me and pizza. You know my historical fact of Pizza Hut. Yes, the beer. Yes. Thank you. Very Thank good. you. That makes me feel good. good. You do listen to me. I do. And my first illegal beer at Pizza Hut on Lexington <laughs> Avenue in Mansfield, Ohio. <laughs> Got my fake ID at the Ohio State Fair. Look, Which is mind-blowing to me. nothing, nothing <laughs> like a driver's license. It was just a, uh, a personal identification. Uh... And uh, you know that uh, scene uh, with Papa Giorgio in uh, Vegas Vacation? Yeah, the guy holds the board. That's literally it was. A, that's literally what it was at the Ohio State Fair. <laughs> oh my god! And uh, we it's walked so down, great. and yeah, she, uh, which is weird that we would just go in and start ordering beer because I remember the girl that had worked there for a long time. We'd go up there for. Uh, oh, it wasn't a girl; it was more of a young adult. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd go up there after football games and track and basketball and all that stuff. Right. And all of a sudden, I showed up, and I'm 23. Did you order food at all, or you just ordered a pitcher of beer? My first illegal pitcher of beer was at Pizza Hut. 
And that's all you ordered was beer? No, no, we got pizza. Okay. I remember it like, I was like it was that is ye- sus as I hell. remember it like it was yesterday. We were just staring at each other going, We are so going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it. Like, just don't act like the idiots we acted like last week when there was nothing to lose. Right. <laughs> a hand of, you know that you, you know it's like uh McLovin. it's literally right. your McLovin waiting for the hammer to fall. Right, right. One hundred percent. Imagining always- every Scenario. How old were you? Bad scenario. 17? 15, probably. Oh, my Lord, dude. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's so young to be using a fake ID. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Well, it would have been 19. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Uh, Just sitting there going, don't say anything stupid. Yeah. Just be cool, man. That's it. That's all. That's just be cool. And that was your lesson in just being cool, and you'll get away with it. Man. Nobody cared. 70s. Nobody cares. No, well, allegedly the 70s. I'm not saying it was the 70s. There's a chance. Man, look at that butthole, boy. There's a chance it was the 70s. Hi, how's it going? You know, I always kind of blame my alcoholism on you guys, but after a story like that, I remember my cousin was three years older than me so being in the city limits in Beloit back in the day at 15 years old it's like maybe I'm the problem <laughs> maybe I might maybe I'm the problem <laughs> and and the other thing you said about you know shakies or whatever we're, we're the same age it's uh eating out back in the day was a treat oh dude it? it was huge for us mm-hmm. that was huge that was a restaurant when we went you know that was a restaurant Right. Did you guys have a Jerry's hamburgers? Uh, no. no, but Ponderosa was in full glory back in the day, man. That oh was our my. that was our steakhouse, the freaking six dollar steak. Uh, my, my first brother in law worked there. He goes, they used to drop steaks all the time. Like, oh, <laughs> no, <good."> oh no, <laughs> dude! <laughs> I would take people up here on Gammon Road. Remember when the Ponderosa, which is now the U-Haul? Oh, you've taken me there. Uh, <laughs> You've taken me to the Ponderosa, dude. People, like, I think that was when I first came back. Yeah, we went to. The, I would go there all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, you like knew everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, not by name because that would be out of character. But I. That's from growing up, dude. Ponderosa. I just remember the things they had. The little. It wasn't quite a vacuum, but you know, and they'd go over the floor with it. It was like a big <laughs> sticky thing. A little whiskey. Yeah. Or, or a whisker. But yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Right. We get some stuff up. Green carpet. Yeah. Yeah. They make that steak right on the fly, and the only one left in the Dells. And uh, just hanging <clears throat> on for dear life. Now I drive by it and go to the Dell bar. Yeah. 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 <sighs> What's happened to me? Dude, you got fancy. Got all snooty and fancy with my fancy pants. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Hey, morning. You never been helping somebody move and they got all their stuff packed and they order pizza for everybody. So you flip the one piece over on top of the other piece. Oh, to to, to maximize. Bam, you got four four pieces, <laughs> two hands. <laughs> Get your money's worth. Is that what you're talking right. about? <laughs> you know, well, they got no place either. Everything's packed. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? You, you flip the two pieces on top of each other, the whole yeah. toppings together. Yeah. Yeah, that's All why. Right, that's a solid exception. That, that's why I think uh, I I had a soft spot for Pizza Pit when I moved to Madison. Yeah. It, it really did remind me of pizza as a kid. If I could only have one food type ever, it'd be pizza. I mean, how many different toppings can you put on? Yeah, right. pizza. Sauces. 
That's a good point. That's a good point. It's definitely a contender, no doubt about it. Have a good one, guys. You too, man. All right. All right, got to wrap it up. Hey, you got uh, pizza stories, first memories? I I got one. I was 16, and I was going over to your house, and your mom had some pizza made. Oh, man, did it smell good when I walked in. Told you, told you she was fancy. No wonder I, no wonder I starved did to I, death. No wonder I was in the basement, <laughs> locked in the basement, starved to death. Damn. I, I love pizza. You got pizza? <laughs> Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Oh, I'm going to need that uh, PC2 over there. <laughs> Gonna start singing, I guess. I don't have to. That is amazing. All right, let's sing it. Go. You need cooling, baby. I'm not fooling. I'm gonna send ya back to schooling. Way down inside. <laughs> I gotta give you my love. Hold on, hold on, I'm lost. You been learning. Well, oh, I think it's almost over. <laughs> Shake for me, girl. So that is from the Temple City Kazoo Orchestra. That is so good. I mean, you can play bad kazoo. I mean, you just, oh, yeah. you know, like you could play a bad seashell or a bad anything. Sea- and you got to blow. A bad seashell. Oh, How the yeah. hell do you play a seashell? Uh, let me tell you about Cancun. Again? <laughs> Is this a story about how Cancun's better than Wisconsin again? It is. There's more sand there. Uh, uh, at the pool every day, a girl would come out and blow a big, giant seashell. Not for pleasure. Oh, the conch? The conch. The conch. She'd blow it. It was a tradition. I thought it was for lunch. I thought, like, soup's on. No, they do it to bring uh, good weather and sunshine. You thought it was the dinner bell? Yeah, I did. I was like, hey, dude, hot dogs? That's amazing. So yeah, I, I suppose that, like that's a certain talent to yeah, play the conch, right? Yeah. And, and you know the angle of her neck and stuff. And I mean, I mean, oh, it was good. I will never not think a, of Lord of the Flies. She was a tiny little thing too, man. Yeah. She could wail on that thing. Conch equals Lord of the Flies. Okay. All, every time in my brain. Lord of the Flies. Not Lord of the Rings. No. What was Lord of the Flies? At Didn't you have to read that book in school? No, McDonald's, shut up. Uh, it's a uh, that book about the kids that get stranded on an island. Oh, uh, I didn't read that one. Oh, dude, I, it's worth reading now, as a full-grown man. I'll check it out. Um, all right, so yeah, National Kazoo Day. Uh, so I looked up a little bit of history on the kazoo. Kind of neat. Um. The original American Kazoo Company was established in 1916, and it's the only metal kazoo factory in North America. Whoa. The museum highlights history, amusing trivia, and shows step-by-step the way kazoos are made. The working museum continues to manufacture a complete line of kazoos. 
Kazoos are made the same way today as they were in 1915. The machines that make the kazoos are the same die presses that were installed in 1907. Wow. Right? So you can't beat, you can't, yeah, fix perfection. Yeah. Can't improve them. Uh, It's got the filament. It's like the paper thing in it that vibrates. The metal ones are different, I think, than the cheap plastic ones. Okay. I'm not, I don't know. Uh, Today, as in the past, over 20 machines are run with one 10-horsepower motor. Uh, the factory is truly one of the few remaining working museums. Now, the kazoo was invented by an American dude named Alabama Vest. Ooh, I like it. Right? Uh, made to his specifications by a German clockmaster, Thetis von Klegg, back in 1840s. A traveling salesman by the name of Emil Sorg brought the idea of manufacturing metal kazoos to western New York in 1912. He teamed up, teamed up with Michael McIntyre, a Buffalo tool and die maker, and together they found a way to manufacture the first production kazoos. Pretty neat, huh? Very, very cool. Yeah. Did not know that. Can't that, believe I haven't seen that on how it's made. Right. I like this last line. You can tell this was written by a kazoo enthusiast. The kazoo has become as American as apple pie. It is the most democratic of instruments because anyone can play. <laughs> Well, you're not expected to play good. <laughs> I didn't know you could play good. Although after hearing well, yeah. Led Zeppelin, I, I'm in awe. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. That was pretty awesome. So there you go. Uh, happy National Kazoo Day. We were, uh, now that I think back to the has it been, uh, fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, I feel like we were forced to play the flutophone. I feel like we didn't have a choice. Did you ever play a, a recorder? Uh Oh, yeah. 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 All right. That was our first introduction to organized music. Yeah. Hot cross buns kill me. When we were jamming out to Kiss. Three Des- blind mice. Kiss Destroyer in the fifth grade. Twinkle, twinkle. Yeah. Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yep. Three blind mice. Dude. Hot what? cross buns. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. Frere Jaca. Frere Jaca. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that <laughs> word uttered in 40 years. <laughs> Are you kidding me? How much me? did that bring back? Oh dude. my God! All the blood just rushed to my head. <laughs> yep. Oh we, man, they beat us with a dude. We learned how to play. We're accessing cross buried trauma. No kidding, <laughs> dude. It's like, well, what? How is this going to help me in life? Little did I know. Learn how to play and start a band. Yeah. Been Nirvana. Could have been Nirvana. You could have been. <clears throat> Damn it. A uh, 21-year-old hiker died after falling roughly 700 feet off a cliff. Yeah. Well, he was trying to take a selfie. You dummy. You dummy. Richard Jacobson had been camping with a friend on top of Flat Iron Summit. Uh, at Lost Dutchman State Park. is about 40 miles east of Phoenix. He went to the edge to take a picture and slipped because he couldn't stand three feet away from the edge to take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Friend called 911 about midnight to report the fall. Well, this sounds suspicious. All I'm so. thinking of right now is Cimaroli since you said flat iron steak. <laughs> You're so easily triggered this <laughs> Dude, I'm just I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> No focus. No focus. Um, so yeah, the sheriff's office, uh, search and rescue team was sent to the summit and found his body, 
approximately 400 to 700 feet below. Oh. Yeah. Ay-ay-ay-ay-ay-ay-ay. How long does that take? A while. Five seconds. Yep. There he goes. So about that long. Yeah. All right. Mr. Jacobson went to get a photograph of himself with the city skyline in the background. Lost his footing, slipped, and fell. Well, okay, here you go. I have a. Okay, hang on a minute, everybody. Just relax, everybody. As a matter of fact, let's have a coffee break. I can't relax. Have a coffee break. Agitated. Mmm. Well, that's nice. A little creme brulee. Delicious. I have the splat calculator. Oh, hell no. Uh, where? How far would you like to fall today? Uh, punch in some numbers. 420 feet. Oh, okay. Very deliberate. Uh, uh, mass in kilograms. You're an average person, so like what, 180? Okay, 180 sounds good. No, we just ate at a buffet. Let's go 220. Oof. Okay. Oh, nope. you can eat sushi. 330. Okay, so we'll go 220. That's about the average. Uh, okay, calculate. Wouldn't that be funny if it calculates and it just goes dead? <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> Uh, why is it not calculating? Everything else is working. You, oh, I've been tricked into an ad for a oh, Pel- no. Peloton. You son of a Peloton. Well, if you're, uh, f- is this right? 420 meters at 220. 420 meters is a lot. Speed at impact, 90 miles an hour. Oh, it seems <laughs> got to be more than that. 420 meters is different. Yes. Yes. That's yes. You're right. Thank you. Time until impact, nine seconds. That's not right. I, I think this isn't figuring out my, uh, yeah, hang on, splat calculator. Who trusts something called a splat calculator? The worst website. Get it together. Where's the contact webmaster? I want to fall 1,000 feet. I want to go off the top of uh, the Grand Canyon at two 200. Yeah, this is it. So if you're falling a thousand meters and you weigh two hundred uh, mass, two hundred kilograms, speed of impact one hundred forty miles an hour, meters per second, one hundred forty meters per second, time until impact fourteen point two nine seconds. It's a long time. <laughs> that is a long time. What's, what are you going to think about in fourteen seconds? Boobs. <laughs> We like the greatest thing about being here is tits. Energy at impact. 1,960,000 joules. Yeah, you're. Yeah, that's. that's your that's, bones just disintegrate. Right. I think that's pancake. Uh, I think joules is French for pancake. <laughs> a crepe. You're a crepe. You're a crepe. Oh, excellent. That's what I want to think about my crepes that I had in Cancun. I think my banana cream crepes. Fell a thousand meters. It's so pleasant. Hi. Hey, do we know if he got the picture? Yeah, no kidding. We don't know. No kidding. You know, that is an important part of his life. Yeah, that's what they got the show for. Oh, thanks. All right, check this out. Now, the calculator used standard formula from uh, Newtonian physics. Uh, time to splat. Uh, square root because you fall faster the longer you fall. Uh, this is why falling from a higher height hurts more. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Hey. Terminal velocity. That's where you can't go any faster. You know that, don't you? Wow. Air friction. 
terminal velocity. That's air friction. Faster you're going, the harder it pushes back as you fall. In fact, it pushes back with the square of your speed, whereas the acceleration of gravity is constant. This means at some point, the force of air against you equals the force of gravity. You stop accelerating. Well, that's comforting. <laughs> it's a crepe on the bottom of the floor of the Grand Canyon. It's one small comfort you can take with you as you're falling. <laughs> the splat calculator. Use that at your mom's house tonight. <laughs> Wow. God, and you think about those guys uh, doing those high dives? No, sir. Uh, you know, at these resorts and stuff? Oh, man. They, oh, my. You've got to land that perfect, don't you? Not risking it, dude. No way. No freaking way. So, do you know what you're supposed to do if you're falling? There's something you can do? Yeah. Pray hard. Uh, well, that ain't gonna help. But uh, oh, the way you land. Yeah. Okay, right. So you need to try to starfish yourself. <laughs> well, so well that, I am pretty limber. <laughs> so that way, the force is distributed. Throughout. Oh, so you land evenly. And you want to try to keep your head up, obviously, so your face doesn't get buried into the goddamn ground. <laughs> what are you, What are you talking about? Does I that work? God, yeah. Really? There. Uh, so dude, it's like a cat. It's like a cat. Right. You want to try to make sure that energy gets dispersed throughout your body. And that's the the most surefire way to have a shot at surviving. I watched this whole thing on this chick, the skydiving chick. Shoots failing. Yeah. Falling to the ground. And uh, that's what she did. She starfished herself and put her head back like this. She made it? And she lived. Good God. I don't know that she wanted to after she got, you know, peeled off the... Frickin' Earth, but it's a long recovery. Yeah, we were out at uh, we were at uh, Yellowstone this past summer, and uh, we took walks down to the Upper Falls, the Lower Falls. There in Yellowstone, and you know, there's railing. Yeah, I can't come within three feet of the railing. No, <laughs> I feel like I'm falling. Uh huh. That's dude. Because there is no coming back from falling at the Upper Falls. And at, Grand, uh, at Yellowstone. Even like when we were at Needles, mm-hmm. Needles Highway. So I'm trying to take a picture. And I am a good six feet from the edge. My fear of dying while taking a selfie and ending up getting mocked <laughs> is so huge. So I was like, I'm I'll just going to stay here in the parking lot. I'll, put a, pl- I'll put, a, put a plaque up for you. Go back and put a plaque up. <laughs> here lies bitch. <laughs> she did not distribute her weight <laughs> e- <laughs> evenly. <laughs> Should have starfish. Yeah, did not fail <laughs> to starfish the biatch. 2022. Oh, God. Uh, hi, how's it going? Yeah, you know, one of the smartest things in the world to do is take a selfie when you got a friend with you. Thank you. I mean, it's just the best idea ever because, you know, they might what? be able to say, hey, don't back up that one more I, I really don't understand why we casually disrespect nature. It, it's mind-blowing to me. Or did friend push him off and say, oh, he was taking a selfie? Well, that's it, dude. I know. Because when I read that, I was all like, at midnight? That seems dateline-y as hell. Oh, midnight? Mm-hmm. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. I missed that little uh, tidbit. 1245 a.m. You know Ooh. what happens after midnight? <laughs> Nothing good. That's right, dude. We were checking for. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not believing that. I'm not believing that. 
I'm Lester Holt. He was uh, he was pushed. All right, thanks. Yeah, that sounds a little fishy to me. I mean, I hike, I've hiked at night. I mean, don't get me wrong, but not on a cliff. Yeah, they were well. They were camping up there. Yeah. I wonder if he's drunk. I mean, I guess you're camping. You're. Drunk. I think about that. I'll tell you a Cancun story. Oh God. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't go. This is really weird. You want to hear something really weird? Of course. God, I sound like a pussy. I I get pretty drunk, and I'm always afraid. I'm going to get too drunk and try to eagle off our balcony because we were up like six floors. And I have this thing where I go out there where I don't know what it is, man. It's getting worse as I get older. The urge to jump? But I don't mind flying. The urge to jump thing is a real thing. That's It's a common. Uh, when you're up on heights for some reason, yeah. there's a Thank God I'm not 18 on that. spring break and trying to. You know, walk uh, on the rail on my balcony. Oh, for, <laughs> for Christ's better, sake. For Amen, dude. Better picture of the ocean. JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.